The art of customer service is getting lost. The need for customer service is greater than ever. I don't know if people don't care if it's falling by the wayside, but it's it's no longer the focus of most places. And I think the, the customer service kind of mixed with the knowledge and just being there for the customer. Um, I think all together are things you can't get anywhere else to the fullest extent you can at Midwest Evening Appliance. Midwest TV and Appliance, you get more for your money. I thought Mark was doing some of the stuff, and then he thought I was doing some of the stuff, and this is supposed to be over there, and uh, I don't know what's going on. All right, well, uh, Karen, I know you're looking for your husband on Facebook Live. It's not there yet, but it will be as soon as I can uh, figure out why there's supposed to be a thing that you slide right there, and it's not there. So, uh, see what happens when they they do it. Is that it? Oh, maybe that's it. So, now will it work? No, that won't. That's not, uh, that's not it. Is this it? And maybe uh, there? Nope. That's not it. Well, I'm going to need Mark back at some point. Because, uh can't figure it out <clears throat> see they tell they tell me what to do hey mike when you want to go on facebook live you click see this button right here that says go live click on it and you're good awesome and i'm clicking on it and we're not good so we're on the radio but we're not on tv okay well but i but, but as soon it is as a I radio see show Mark, it's not a tv show a 10 year old <laughs> will come by and, and help me figure it out if it was a TV show, we should have, like, makeup, don't you think, to make us look better? <laughs> but if it was TV, we'd have a whole team uh-huh. yeah. of uh, people. Because I think Facebook Live adds about 25 pounds. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at least, yes, does, yeah. at least. That's what I'm thinking. I, w- I was on TV one time uh, on CNN, um, like a CNN special report thing. Oh, yeah? And we went to the studios in New York. Um, this was after 9-11, like two years after 9-11. And the airline catering industry who I was working for was trying to figure out how to get food back on airplanes. And so we started this buy on board that you see today, oh, you know, sure, sure. those little snacks and meals and stuff. Yep, yep. It was uh, a, a team that I was working on that we developed all those things for all the airlines. Really? But at the time, we were partnering with um, so we TGI Friday. So we can blame you for the crummy chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you can blame us for a lot of things, yeah. Um, but at any rate, uh, we were working with like TGI Fridays and, you know, sure, and sure. Bennigan's and all that stuff. And so the CNN picked up on it, and uh, they trooped us up there. And uh, I remember riding up the elevator with Bill Hemmer, yeah. <laughs> you know, and some of these. So you're in the studio. It's kind of cool. And they, they say, okay, you're, you're up in five or whatever, and they take you off to the makeup room. 
and they put a, a you know a thing like you're at the barbershop oh, on sure, you, and all of a sudden stuff. the powder starts oh, really? flying, and they're putting <laughs> highliner on us. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm not kidding you. Wow. Covering up zits, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, I get that part. <laughs> yeah. uh, I get trying to cover like, up the flaws. I have never worn makeup. On your eyebrows? Well, they were doing all sorts of stuff. Really? Yeah. And when uh, you looked in the mirror, did you look like you? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. An, an altered me, That's you know. Crazy. It was kind of funny. Did Karen recognize you when she saw you on TV? I, I, I think she probably did. You're yeah, the one on yeah. the left, right, yeah, honey? Is yeah. that, that's you, right? But the buddy I was with was bald, right? And oh we're going to be under these gleaming cameras. So they wear a hat. No, they were putting stuff on his head to make it dark so he wouldn't shine. Yeah. Man, oh, man. <laughs> so, so he wouldn't reflect. Yeah, yeah, wow. That's crazy. Uh, that, that was. Those are some. Uh, that, was, that was kind of funny. So, uh, uh, so I, yeah. I, I would say what's new, but I, I guess we have to revisit what's new. You've just yeah. opened a brand new store and. Postville, Iowa. Oh yeah, that was already set yeah. some records. Yeah, Yikes. it's amazing. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, Quick Trip's just uh, uh, doing really good, and uh, you know, in communities like Postville, um, where the grocery store is is no longer. Uh, Don was actually down there telling a story about when he started in 1956 uh, driving truck for um, uh, grocery delivery. Uh, he used to deliver to that particular store really? where the Quick Trip is now. Um, oh, you didn't build a new building? You just yeah, we did. We did. One? Yeah, but it oh. was on that site, on oh, that oh, corner, okay. you know. Okay, okay. And at one point it was, you know, a Hanson, and at one point it was a Quillins or, sure. or, or whatever. I don't yeah. know the history, but Don was recounting how he used to deliver there, and he never thought in his wildest dreams that he'd be building a, a new store on that, on that side. Yeah, on that same wow. corner. So uh, very well received. Um, yeah. Community uh, really turned out in, in earnest yesterday. It was really great. The mayor gave a little talk, um, and the store just looks fantastic. Um, That's yeah, cool. the, the stores we're building today are are really top rate, and the offerings, of course, are across the board. So sure, we have our new chicken program in down there. We have our <laughs> we have our new take home meal program in down That's there. That's cool. Um, I do like that. And that's all been clicking. That's so, awesome. Yeah. And they've already set a record. When did they open officially? On the 20th? The 20th. And they're, 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 they have become the number one chicken store in the company thus far. The yeah. number one yeah. chicken sales. In a week. In a week. Yeah. And, and they're leading by numbers. You know, their numbers are ahead. Wow. So, and uh, a lot of farm families down there. Um, so they're picking up our cold chicken as well. Uh, and uh, they're buying a lot of our take-home meals. Awesome. And some of these new things, like I brought you here today, um, you know, this is a, like a really quick pasta kit. Um, right, and the whole meal know. is in that kit, in that little kit. Yeah, it doesn't have a protein. Um, you okay, know, so but, you uh, add your own yeah, ground beef or yeah, chicken if yeah, you live in Postville. Yeah, right. <laughs> More beef, you know. More beef, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a big uh, big uh, processing area, as it were. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, another store opening today in Owatonna, uh, which I think will make number two or number three over there today. Yeah, awesome. Um, and, um, yeah, it's just, you know, uh, a lot planned for next year. Another uh, 40-some new stores. Really? Um, about, uh, I think, about 10 or 12 rebuilds. Um, and, um, you know, it's just a And they're pretty, all going to get roasted chicken, aren't they? Uh, we don't call it broasted. That's that's a proprietary oh, that's, oh, that's right, brand. Right. Yeah, by a, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a fried chicken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. They're they all, all gonna, they're mm-hmm. all going to get that. Absolutely. And in Lacrosse, how many stores have it? Uh, well, we're we're a little bit behind here in Lacrosse, only because you know we have a big system. Um, but by the I'm going to poke you about it. <laughs> by August, uh-huh. uh, every store that can possibly physically have it will have it. Okay. So uh, what's the what's the drawback? 
The physical, the physical Size. building, yeah. Okay. So right. there may not be room, or we may be up against, uh, you know, a neighbor, uh, and can't go out any further for a kitchen uh, okay. redo. Okay. So you have to add on to a store. In for the, some cases, for that? Uh, over four hundred and forty stores. No, we didn't have to do anything. Oh, okay. uh, we, we had room, um, but some of these other stores, we we simply don't have the room. Sure. So um, we are going to have chicken in those stores. It's just going to be prepared at our central commissary here in La Crosse, and then it'll be uh, delivered. And then uh, we bought these new uh, special ovens that uh, are really gentle on food and um, produce incredible results. And we'll just simply reheat it um, basically to you know sure. 165 degrees. And but we'll be making it here in La Crosse. Yeah. Awesome. That's so great. that is the plan. Yeah, super. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. And the meal kits, they've got to be super popular. They are. You know, everybody's trying to figure out that, um, you know, that convenience right. uh, meal, um, you know. the Without it being a convenience store yeah. meal. Yeah, right. Right. Well, yeah, in some regards. Well, um, well it, you know. as, far as, as a customer, mm-hmm. it's your fault. You have done it. Everybody, when I moved here 33 years ago, everybody knew that you could get food at Quick Trip. But if you want a meal, you got to go to a restaurant. Yeah, that's not the case anymore. No, we're we're trying to. You know, our number one product that we sell is convenience. Yeah, convenience, and uh, so it's what's within our stores to make your life easier. That's our goal. Well, when you, you can know. go there, and I remember the old saying used to be, "You're going there anyway." Like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, so and you're right. You're going to quick trip because they're everywhere. In. It's convenient. Yeah. You're going to get gas and whatever. But when you can go inside and buy a steak. Mm-hmm. Or some ground beef, or a, a bacon wrapped uh, chicken breast. Aren't bacon those good? Stuffed those, chicken those things are great. No, 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 they're not good. They're fabulous. <laughs> they are. Those they are. stuffed bacon wrapped chicken breasts. Those are made are, by hand. Uh, are they really? Yeah, up in uh, uh, I don't know how if you say it, Oliva or Eliva oh, or Oliva. Oliva. Yeah. That's where they're made. Oliva. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Yep. They yeah. are delicious. Yeah, they are. So, you know, we're just trying to fill in all those voids in people's lives where, you know, you're time-starved and, uh, you know, you can either grab a, a ready-made meal, such as chicken and mashed potatoes, or sure, or you could, you know, get, uh, you know, old-fashioned meatloaf and, and uh, spaghetti or something like that to just warm up. Or if you want to go a little further, you can grab the raw steak and the bake, you know, bake yeah. your own potatoes and sure, make a salad. Sure, I just don't have time and... to go to the any other stores. I got time mm-hmm. to get gas because yeah. I got to, and I'm on a schedule, so I'm going to grab yeah. a, a steak because I already have salad fixings at home. Good, or, you know, yeah, I it works, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it works. Absolutely, it does. So we keep looking for things. This is a new item I, I brought along today. It's um, it's actually made by the the people that produce the tomatoes oh wow um so it's a vegetable company um where and they've just simply added you can see there's olive oil a seasoning pack dry pasta and a bunch of tomatoes great thing about it is doesn't need to be refrigerated you know because the tomatoes don't like the cold right so sure um and the shelf life on it is amazing so you can buy it you know, today and then wait two weeks yeah, actually. You sure. know, and yeah, stuff. I it's just a matter of how, how ripe the tomatoes become. Yeah. You simply boil the water, add the size, uh, pour off the extra, um, add the sauce pack and the and the um, uh, olive oil, and toss the tomatoes in. You cool. got it. This one is um, uh, uh, spicy arabriata. So. Want you to take it home and try yeah, it. Let us know to. what you think about it. I'm so going to, yeah, absolutely. yeah, stuff like that. So um, you know that, and coupled with um, just a you know a wide variety of, of um, 
items that are just quick and easy. You know, that's, that's, that's what we need to get into people's hands. Yeah, so. I like that. What was I? Oh, well, and I uh, tomorrow, in fact, I'll I'll stop at a quick trip and and pick up what I hope. It always says for a limited time, but I've seen that for a really long time. So I'm hoping that the firehouse. Pizza oh, the pizzas, yeah. Is, uh, is not for a really limited. Yeah, time. Sometimes they're yeah. sold out, but that's yeah. my fault. Uh, we we usually out. make 100,000 of them. So, so, uh, so it doesn't last very long. Either. Yeah, That's a in a big system, yeah. yeah. It, it, they can go quick, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm well, I not sure. I stopped there on the way to work yeah. on Fridays, yeah. and that pizza around here, because the crust is yeah. really good. That is a good crust. I like yeah. that. If I have time to yeah. make breakfast ingredients... The breakfast pizza yeah. is... I know you always is, talk about that. That's I great. love that. Yeah. I've never... Well, and I didn't know yeah. until you told me it was a croissant crust. It is, yeah. I, 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 didn't, croissant I just crust. Yeah. knew that this pizza is different yeah. than the other pizzas. Yeah. Uh, the crust is different. There's obviously different ingredients, but there's something else going on that's different. Yeah. And then you told me the croissant crust, if you like... I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, that breakfast pizza, and I'll be honest, mm-hmm. I don't cook it. With my hands in my pockets. <laughs> you <laughs> I, put a bunch of stuff on. I, well, yeah. I, I don't double, but I add yeah. more bacon because I yeah. want big, thick, sliced smoked bacon. Yep. And some more cheese and some more onions and breakfast. I make a Denver omelet on top of a breakfast oh, pizza. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. Well, I hear you talking about it on Fridays. So. Every single Friday. Yeah. The, <laughs> hey, Mark. Yeah, I have to get is that, you. Is that Mark out there? Come in. I can't figure out how to get Facebook Live to turn on when I hit go live. And watch Marco just come in and push one button and it'll all be done. Well, because he's smart. <laughs> he's the, everybody knows he's the brains of the operation. Is he? He doesn't. I can't. Do we have? He to doesn't seem to know what's going on either. Junior has to log in. Uh, oh, that's this yeah. doesn't do that. Okay. Uh, he needs an engineer. Ah, uh, well, Hugh. I thought it was me. He did, probably you. <laughs> he did push that button earlier. I know. I tried it. Yeah. And it didn't yeah. work. Well, oh, well sorry, Mike. Karen. Now we have to go find an engineer. <laughs> stick to radio. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Uh, uh, anything else new at Quick Trips? Oh, yeah. I mean, our building going up. Um, it's incredible out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Out on uh, Quick Trip Way. Um, it's we're, we're doing two things in tandem. We're building onto our distribution center, adding more uh, space there. Um, but then our new kitchen is going in oh. up there, 120,000 square feet, possibly, I think. 120,000 square feet. Yeah. Um, and that is where we're going to make those pizzas. Of yeah. your, we make them now, but we're going to have a sort of a new and improved, bigger line. Um, you or know, we're, different variety of pizzas. Um, maybe okay. you know we like to play around with the LTOs and stuff a lot. Um, but this line uh, will uh, will make them faster and uh, oh. basically put them uh, put us into the future. You know, give us capacity to uh, to have um, you know to accommodate store growth through. Sure. Uh, the next, uh, you know, 20 years or so. When do you anticipate that being up? Yeah, well, the walls are almost there, and uh, they're putting on all the uh, stuff that goes on the roofs, you know, um, all the condensers and such like that. But Sammy, uh, you have to make your own salad because we haven't gotten that far, but you're absolutely welcome. Yeah. You don't have to just look at the ingredients. Hey, hey Sam. There's all kinds of, all the ingredients are from casetas. If that not, helps not you really. Hi, Sam. consider but I, the pasta is still in the microwave up there. Oh, oh, is but, it? Uh, oh. Yeah, I do. The only thing I have out right now is salad, and I haven't oh, added the that anchovies. Wrong with salad. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yes, there as is. Long, as long. <laughs> well, this is the dressing. Okay. What you is can it? see, yeah. So this is this is an old family recipe, and you okay. can see the color of it, right? Green is yeah, green to be. Yeah, because. Like pesto. 
It does, and in a lot of cases, um, it gets that way because you salt the uh, parsley, oh. and it leaches out, oh. you know, some of the green in there. Sure. But I also use a really fruity olive oil from Spain um, that is just fantastic. Really? So yeah, that you can see the difference in the olive oil quality. Oh, but I'll talk about this recipe uh, if you want. Or, in a minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But I'll get it on the salad from Sam. All right. Why don't you do that, do that, and I'll take care of business over here. We will continue with Jim Bressy from Quick Trip and Around the World. <laughs> this is Cooley Region Cooks. It's the coolest thing you'll do all year. <laughs> Cooley Region Cooks. I'm Mike Hayes. Uh, our, uh, our guest in the kitchen is Executive Chef Jim Bressy being assisted by sous chef sam strong she's doing a just job. off camera she's working hard over there trying she's doing not, a wonderful trying job trying not to spill stuff on her yeah, but, uh, so. thank you very much for all your help sam i appreciate that. yeah she and gets Jim, rewarded <laughs> yeah she gets the first plate yeah uh -huh. that's fair uh -huh. that's absolutely fair so. all right well let's dive into your cassettas bag yeah um you know i love cassettas and uh i always thank marianne who you know I marianne do. and bill jw hine uh, for introducing us to Cassettas because oh. it's a world-changing yeah. oh, event. If I'd have known you were going, I would have given you some money and, uh, and uh, sent you for the tortellini salad, oh. which yeah. I yeah. would politely yeah. nudge Marianne out of the way for the last bites of that tortellini uh, salad. All of their food, their deli is just incredible. And well, their and cheese they recognize cheese the deliciousness of prosciutto and blue cheese. Oh, yeah. And a lot mm -hmm. of people, I tried yeah. to get that salad made yeah at a, a deli uh, here on the cross mm. and they were afraid because it would be expensive because let's face mm. it that tortellini salad i think is 11 bucks a pound so it isn't yeah. cheap uh but they were also afraid that no one would buy it because mm. it's got a bunch of blue cheese in it no, that's and too bad nobody likes blue cheese they well, say the italians use uh, uh a blue cheese called castlemian and it's it's a it's a strange pronunciation because it's a very strange word how it's spelled and it's just means the the made in the caves of um migan which is a town up there m-a-g-a-n uh anyway um it's very much like roquefort and okay. uh so when it melts it's more um it's creamy and stuff like that sure, but sure. when it's hard it's beautiful it eats like roquefort and of course everybody's familiar with gorgonzola sure but gorgonzola blue, yeah and it's it's really scary. It, it should be a cream and what you see around here like in crumbles and stuff and I'm, I'm not knocking what you get but it's not italian made gorgonzola really so Itali italian gorgonzola will be um be more like a, a cream cheese It'll be very soft, like a soft ripened cheese, okay. like a. Almost but it still like, comes in a in a shape, not in a bowl. Yeah, no, it, yeah, you, you can you can wedge it, okay. um, but right. it's very very creamy. All right, All it's right. very creamy. It's very super soft. Yeah. cheese. And then there's another one, kind of like right below that, and uh, um, the name eludes me right now, but uh, 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 Cambenzola. So Cambenzola is uh, more like a brie with blue um Ooh, sure uh, you know cultures in it sure sure but i've had blueberry and yeah. mushroom brie and yeah. you find a grocery store that's uh, that's exciting they carry all kinds of stuff yeah like man, oh, yeah man, it's yeah so delicious and the cheese selection up at uh, uh up at cassettes is amazing um that's where i can actually find uh hard ricotta you know, um, sure. everybody's used to soft ricotta, but they actually, you know, put it in a ball and dry it and you can grate it 
or you can get um, you can uh, toast it on top of pastas and stuff like that. It's wonderful oh, flavor. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, it was a, a good visit as always up there, and and uh, we end up um, spending way too much and that kind of thing. That's, but that's the way it goes. You know, I you always get my. I don't go there. I I go there with a list, not mm-hmm. with a budget. Oh. <laughs> never, yeah. never, a, never a budget because I know I'm going to spend. But this is one of my favorite pasta brands, and I, I I brought it to you because you see how thin this is. This actually has a hole in it. Oh yeah, it's spaghetti with a hole in it. Wow. Uh, so spaghetti name. strings. Huh? Yeah. So that's what cooked is cooked over here. Now look how Benedetto Cavalieri. Look how it's uh, how much it's hydrated. And then, oh, wow. and then the hole, and yeah. it, you know, from there. Yeah, wow, that's, that's crazy. It just gives a great, you know, mouthfeel and crunch and, and everything. And, um, it, uh, you know, part of the uh, magic of having the hole in it is that sauce eventually seeps in there, you know. And, into the and, hole. Yeah, into the holes. Kind, kind of stuffs of, itself. Yeah, yeah, kind of like the whole thing with Cavatelli, you know, and sure. stuff like that where, you know, or seashell or congelini. Where it'll scoop up the sauce, as Karen was and I were talking about last night. She said a lot of people probably don't know that, you know, that yeah. sauces, you know, spaghettis are are made to take different kinds of sauces, right. you know. Right. Well, yeah, and I, so. I I may have learned that from you that yeah. the, the yeah. different yeah. shapes of pasta, even though the pasta most likely tastes the same yeah. as every other pasta, it's a different shape yeah. for a different Reasoning. topping, uh, yeah, a different for, coating. And also because of variety, they were eating pasta every day. So to change things up and keep things interesting, they would come up with the different shapes. The kids don't want to eat stuff. the same curly yeah. every day. you <laughs> yeah, got to give so. them a different shape. And it's regional, right? You know, oh, there, sure. There's certain well, that uh, pastas that are, uh, that are actually made in different parts of the country and stuff like that. So, awesome. yeah, it's kind of neat. Um, so, you know, I brought along a couple uh, recipes that we've been doing for, um, I'll say, well over 100 years in my family. Wow. Um, it's... Uh, you know, my grandfather emigrated. He was born in 1880. He emigrated to the United States um, at a very young age, 13, I believe. And, um, you know, it's just there's Bressies uh, in Canada and in Italy, in the States here. And I've had the opportunity, Karen and I, several years ago to go and visit my cousins in Montreal. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, this is my... Did this, you tell them you were coming? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, this is my uh, my my father's first cousin. So they're uh-huh. my first cousins once removed. Um, but at any rate, uh, they grew up totally separate in an Italian speaking community in Quebec. So they speak French, English, and Italian. Wow. They they're still making their own wine. You know, they're still curing their own meats. They make their own grappa, which was really great. And there's like there's like twenty of them. So, wow. so Karen and I go up, right? We, An enclave. Yeah, huh? so we go to the matriarch's home, my, my cousin uh, Giuseppe and his wife Teresa. And uh, we're greeted there. It's noon. So it's time to sit down and eat pasta. Sure. And so we do. And uh, the first bite of the first meatball and uh, of the sauce, Karen and I are looking across each other and we're saying, oh, my God, it's just like my mother made. Or my dad would make. Yeah. You know, yeah. so there was no difference. The Bressy family lives it, it, in a yeah. completely different country. And we don't even know these people, you <laughs> oh, know, but crazy. it's exactly the same. Wow. That's so awesome. that was the beginning of it. Yeah. Then we had to go to their other homes. Oh, oh my goodness. So, yeah. So then you get up from the table, you pile in the car, you drive four blocks, <laughs> and, then you're, and you're at uh, Antonello's house. And it starts all over again. 
Really? <laughs> you know, yeah. Sit down and start to, to a little lesser extent. A different part of the meal? Do you have? Yeah, you know, maybe a sandwich and oh, with okay. some uh, cured uh, pickled eggplant on it. I remember. Um, then we went. It was like six o'clock. We got to. Uh, my other cousins. Um, Who's uh, driving after all these meals with you know, Grappa? I, I think I was, but oh, yeah? <laughs> you know, Grappa at every meal means uh, it's a good thing. You're I only going no, a few we blocks. only had that at the last place. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, then we had these great big beef steaks. Uh, you know, ribeyes. Oh, yeah. And they were cured in uh, an oregano and salt and pepper. And uh, I remember Nick, his name was Nick Laricia, is one of my cousins, married to one of my cousins. At any rate, he, uh, he's grilling these things over really high heat and they're flaming and everything. He brings them in, they're still smoldering on the platter, and he takes three or four lemons. And yeah. just douses the whole thing with lemon, and right. then put pour, the fire out. Yeah, and then pours olive oil over the top. Really? I mean, it was fantastic. You know, really? and I've then never even heard of anything the, like that. Yeah, me neither. You know, lemon juice uh, and olive oil on your, on, on, on a, your steak. On a steak. Yeah. yeah, try it. Yeah, but the oregano was there too. Yeah. Well, so. the oregano was cured in oregano, so the oregano kind survived. Of, yeah, the it kind of. Process. Yeah, it did. It got flamed away. Wow. You know, but That's yeah, it was crazy. pretty cool. So the meatballs here are a family tradition. Um, they're made with equal parts veal, um, pork, and beef, all equal parts, oh, awesome. and ricotta cheese. Awesome. And Let's talk about that so, in a minute. Yeah. Wanna, you we're go. Gonna, we're, we'll pay the bills. Take care of some. Check some guys <laughs> in the newsroom. They want to come over and play it as well. We're Cooley Region Cooking. Be right back. <laughs> Cooley Region Cooks. Every Thursday from 10 to 11, we get together with people who have fun in the kitchen. Is there ever a time you're not having fun in the kitchen, Jim Bresky? Oh, not that I could ever recall. Yeah. yeah. I mean, doing it professionally when you're swamped, you know. But I suppose. You're doing um, it for a living is different than doing it because yeah, of fun. Yeah. Well, you know, back in the day. Doing it for somebody yeah. else's party isn't as much fun as your own. Uh, yeah, you know, something like that. But, uh, you know, coming up as a young guy in the... In the uh, hotel restaurant world, you know, we were slaves to the stove, as we used to oh, say, sure. you know, and we're, you know, we had to, you know, a thousand people in the dining room kind of thing. It, you know, it just gets hectic and busy and, okay. you know, mistakes get made and people burn each other and, you know, stuff like that. So, so, but those times, if you look back on them, they're still glorious. <laughs> you know, they're just <laughs> a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Just a lot of fun. The camaraderie, you know, the brotherhood and sisterhood that you make along the way. And you get done with one of those crazy nights and you feel great. You feel great. Toasting grappa. Yeah. You're, you're soaked in sweat and grease and, and everything. And it was a 12 hour, 14 hour day. And now you're cleaning the grills and stuff like that. But there's an immense satisfaction and, and people in the food industry understand that great satisfaction. That's I get that. Uh, I get that even today. You know, um, I was talking with uh, my colleague, who's uh, my counterpart at uh, Quick Trip, and we were just commenting about how far and evolved our food program has come. And we see, uh, you know, 8.5 million people a week um, throughout our store system, and uh, it's just a great sense of pride of. Um, you know the foods that we pick, the, the the way we package it, and and the way we deliver it to the guest. Uh, it's it's very satisfying to know that that many people, uh, you're making them uh, either happy or you're satisfying a convenience or yeah. you know yeah, you're yeah. you're maybe satisfying an urge. You know yeah. <laughs> maybe they crave something. You know like Ooh, urge. Peanut, you should yeah. name it. You could name a, <laughs> yeah. a, a, a whole snack line. Yeah, after, a whole line of snacks after, after that. that. Oh, yeah, 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 they get a character. Exactly. And yeah. Yeah, that all exists. So yeah, that's, yeah. That's but uh, well, but it is great. I will. Uh, I'll I'll be captain of a team 
of, of thank you very much. Oh, well, thanks. For uh, whoever was, Don or somebody, said, you know, we got to up our game in the food department yeah. here. We got all these people coming in for convenience, but yep. everybody doesn't want a bag of chips. It was him. Everybody wants something else. It was And uh, cheeseburgers go pretty well, but not not all the time. Mm-hmm. I stop at Quick Trip way more often than I eat cheeseburgers, mm. and it's nice to have the variety. And I'll be honest, this time of year in particular, the soups you guys make mm. are still my, I mean, I, I love that firehouse pizza and mm. that breakfast pizza, but the soups you make, if oh. I had to pick one item and never buy anything else ever, those soups are fabulous. We do make them with love. I can we tell you. We make them with delicious Yeah, yeah they, uh, they are. It's They're so very, good. very wholesome. I have had yeah. a lot of fun with the, uh, the mm-hmm. early morning uh, cruise at a couple of different quick trips. Mm. Uh, when, I'm, when I'm buying food that's going to be lunch. In a one of your big cup, whatever it is. Mm. By the way, I wouldn't mind at all if there was a bigger cup. We're gonna do that. Yeah, they're gonna be, awesome. be they're gonna be available in those stores where you see the take home meals. Because I'm a mix and match mm-hmm. kind of guy. You know that macaroni yep. and cheese soup is good. Mm. You know it's really really good. Macaroni and cheese soup and vegetable soup all oh, mixed yeah. together. Well, right? I ha- I've heard that, haven't That's, heard that one, but uh, I, I have heard uh, mixing the mac and cheese with the chili. Oh, I've done when that. People do that sure, a lot. Sure. Yeah. So. Well, I, you know, I but, try to try. I keep in mind. My uh, mom and dad, you know, food groups, you got to get some, uh, you got to get some in there. What are you going to have? Just macaroni and cheese? Yeah, for that is a food group, and isn't what? it? And what? And burger? Come on, honey, you need yeah, some vegetables. you need something more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so the yeah. vegetable soup is awesome, so mix it in there. That yeah, there you go. That's smart, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. All yeah. right, so, uh, oh, uh, by the way, before we dive into a recipe, mm. uh, you gotta you got to share your life-changing radish Oh, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> people uh, over here were freaking out. Yeah, it is. It is a little different, and it's you know it's best to wait until um, you know the spring uh, when the radishes are coming up, and and you can get them really fresh. But the ones that you're getting today, you know, be it from Mexico or California, are, are pretty good. You know, yeah. but um, so it's a it's a, a kind of an odd thing. Um, you uh, they're called buttered radishes, and um, Imagine, if you will, a, a, a strawberry dipped in white chocolate and sprinkled with sugar. Okay. That's essentially what you're doing with these radishes. However, you're using melted butter and salt instead of white chocolate and, and sprinkles. Yeah, and sprinkles. Yeah, okay. sure. So you, um, there's a term in, in, um, in French cooking called uh, bermonte. And what that means is butter mounted with water. Uh, or Bermagne uh, is another uh, term where it has butter and water. Anyway, it's a power horse in French cooking. You know, you, you cook vegetables in it. And, oh, sure, sure. But what, what it does is you, you put a, a tablespoon or two of water in a saucepan, you bring it to a boil, and then you whisk in cold butter, and it stabilizes the butter in a melted form. Oh. So that's what you have to do first. Okay. And you have to have this and you have but to... But just a very small amount of water. Um, yeah, like one teaspoon to two tablespoons of butter. Okay. But actually... A teaspoon of water, a tablespoon of butter. But one teaspoon of water, uh, boiled water, will actually hold and stabilize eight tablespoons or a stick of butter. Oh. It will. It, oh, it, it's okay. that much. Okay. Um, but anyway, this makes it a little more concentrated so that it can form again once it's cold. Got it. And then um, you take your radishes, you clean them real well, maybe you cut them in half, and then you put them in the freezer for just like 10 minutes or so so that they crust on the outside and get frozen. A little frosty. And then you dip them in the warm butter, and then you dip them in a little bit of uh, really coarse sea salt. Okay. And then just put them on a cold plate and let them set up. 
and then you just have them like that. They're, they're, them. they're called buttered Watch. buttered radishes, yeah. And they're fantastic. They really are. That they, sounds they, so good. Yeah. And, and, you know, my mom used to sit down and just eat radishes dipped in salt. Oh, this is just taking Your it. Your mom and me, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. It's We're just s- taking it to the next level. I, I just love yeah. radishes, yeah. and I love it when no one else does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll eat, I'll yeah. eat yours. Yeah. I yeah. love radishes. Yeah, yeah. One of the worst things you can do for a radish, though, is uh, soak it in cold water for a long time. Because you're taking all the peppery, peppery heat out of it. Oh, yeah. I don't want and any stuff of that. Like that. Rinse it off. Uh, yeah, just rinse them. It goes yeah, under the yeah. sink. Uh, yeah, yeah. For, just get them clean. I mean, under the faucet for just yeah. get the dirt off. Yeah. Then I'm eating them. Yeah. Although but, I may put them in the freezer for yeah, a couple of minutes. Um, you know, the chefs that uh, – this I do not attempt this at home, but um, they use uh, liquid nitrogen. Uh, the, you know, some of the chefs in the fancy restaurants. Sure, sure. Um, but if you inadvertently spilled some on your finger, you, your finger would turn to, you know, stone, stone, and then crumble off. You know, right. so I mean, it's really, really dangerous stuff. But um, they they use it because they're they're professionals, and so they'll dip the radish in the liquid nitrogen first, and then into this stuff. Right. So they don't want to wait around. They're probably also wearing gloves. They are. <laughs> not, not, yeah. This is not a bare hand. No, it's not. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. By the way, just out of curiosity, in in case because I can imagine people ruining a wide number of sticks of butter because it didn't it melted but then it yeah. stayed it didn't whatever uh, could you use just ghee uh Please no butter you couldn't just warm up no because you need the milk solids oh you do yeah okay yeah you need the milk solids right. in there yeah um and yeah i mean maybe you could but i don't know how it tastes i'm just imagining yeah. how many if i'm going to ruin a whole pound of butter trying no to out no you won't you'll, you'll you'll figure it out of water yeah and butter. yeah yeah, you'll well, figure I'm gonna, it out. Because you can't boil a tablespoon of water, so you boil a cup of water and then take a tablespoon. Yeah, of that's water. what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But then you need to work in a saucepan and have your butter cubed, like, you know, about a half inch cube. And that should almost be frozen, too. Well, the butter should be. I was yeah. going to ask whether it's ice cold. cold. Ice, ice cold, cold butter. Yeah, oh, okay. ice cold butter. Okay. And into that, the boiling water. Into the boiling water. And you're stirring yeah. constantly. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, chefs will keep it on the range. And let's say if you're a busy restaurant and you're cooking, you know, halibut steaks or swordfish steaks, and when they come off the grill, they generally get a soak in this butter. Or when you've heard the term butter poached lobster. Oh, sure. This is what they're doing. They're they're blanching the, the lobster in salted boiling water, or as I prefer to do, I pour boiling water over the lobster and never boil them again. And I just let them steep in there so I can pull them out. And then you finish cooking it in this butter. You can actually bring it up to a boil, this in butter, butter, yeah, and cook in it. Really? Yeah, and it'll stabilize. Wow. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And then the next day, you can take that and it'll, the water will have separated from the fat, and you can take that and use it to saute vegetables or fish or something like that. So it's reusable. No waste. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we do, I don't know what you wanted to do. What, what recipe do you want to do? For you know, me? I just really, I I love my meatballs. <laughs> you know, and. Uh, I like the piece of meatball I yeah, got. Yeah. They're obviously uh, delicious. You know, um, if know everybody has, meatballs. everybody has different versions of meatballs across the world. But um, these, I just think are really special. And like I said, they're, you know, they're so old, uh, the recipe and, and everything. And, and they're just, clarifying. <laughs> yeah. And they're really cool. But a lot of people will roast their meatballs, you know, sure. and, and bake them or whatever. Mm-hmm. These are put into the sauce completely raw. Really? And so that's why on the outside of them, you can see they look bland. Yeah. There are no, there are no brown spots right, or anything. Right. 
And then all of that fat, all of that uh, renderings is going into the sauce. Into the sauce, sure. Yeah, and then, of course, the sauce is exchanging with the meat itself. So um, you get a really nice soft and light, and you can see how light the meatball oh, meat yeah, is. It's almost whitish. And um, it's just uh, it's a great way to make them. So, like I said, it's equal parts of bork, uh, bork. That's a new one. That's a new one. <laughs> Beef, pork, veal, okay. and ricotta. Beef? Pork, veal, and ricotta, equal parts. Uh-huh. And the, yeah. the, the ricotta doesn't cause uh, everything else to mush apart. Nope, nope. Huh. It, it blends right in. Okay. You know, it's just like adding uh, butter, you know, or some really? fat. Okay. All right. um, you know, a couple eggs, uh, a couple fresh. Uh, we, you know, generally use uh, stale bread, stale Italian bread, and grind it up. So a couple cups of breadcrumb, a couple eggs. And then Parmesan cheese or um, to stay away from the pecorinos and the you know Romanos. They're okay. just they're too strong okay. for right. the meatballs. So just a nice Parmesan. Fresh Parmesan. Um, garlic uh, either in raw form or uh, in a powdered form. Onion in a raw form or an, uh, a cooked form is better. And then um, salt, pepper, and fresh parsley. No oregano, no basil, nothing, nothing like that. Uh-uh. Really? Nope. Okay. That stuff is kind of in the sauce. Okay. And then, you know, you make up a couple meatballs. So uh, four pounds, you know, a pound of each uh, makes, you know, generally around 60 meatballs. Okay. Which is the perfect size for the size pot that I make. I make a gallon and a half of spaghetti sauce in a low, wide uh, cauldron. Uh, um, sure. It's called a rondo in, in French terminology. Um, but... Once the sauce is boiling, it's only two-thirds full. You load in the meatballs and the raw sausage, and you cook that all together, and you've got this. Yeah, about about an hour and a half. I was wondering if you were going to show up for dinner. Hello, Mr. Record. Yeah, there's some goodies there for you. Yeah, Brian, Jim, I don't know if you guys ever officially met. Brian Michaels, Jim Bressy. Nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jim's the food. If you've ever eaten anything at Quick Trip that you really liked, it's mm. his fault. Uh huh. The soups (laughs) and. I go like twice a day. Bad boy. Mm-hmm. Well, you you don't have to hang the cheeseburgers for a dollar on him, but if, <laughs> if you've had the bacon wrapped uh, stuffed chicken breasts, I'm the salami the cheese soup. sandwich guy. Yeah, there you oh, go. There you, you know, go. With the cheese and the salami. I got to tell you, I scoffed at that idea. <laughs> oh yeah, the new chicken. I know. I I look forward to the opportunity to tease him about it because the all the new stores. Yeah, or don't. Yeah, don't try eggplant. Don't Seriously. Even, you're not going to like so it. So here's another one that gives that, yeah. you know, You know what, Brian? Crinkles nose. I mean, uh, uh, Ken Cooper said the same thing. I really don't like eggplant. I'll Try it, say, Dick. Yeah, but then, then he came back for seconds. Yeah. And then have some salad. Because um, your mom's paying attention. Salad's really good. You don't want to eat all that fat. Look at that. Look at that you're Parmesan. You're my lunch. Uh-huh. That, that Parmesan's three years old. Mm. Three years old. That, yeah. did, did you see that? It's been sitting on his kitchen counter. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, this is three years old. It's hard as a rock, and but it tastes like um, pure butter. Deliciousness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just a little acidic butter is what it tastes like. I used yeah. the very last of a wedge. Maybe this was foretelling. I used the very last of a wedge of parm that I got from Cassetta's. Yeah. I used the very last of it last night. Oh. There you go. Yeah. Now you can take that right. little chunk home. And I, I, I shave it right down until I'm yeah. starting to take my fingernails off. Yeah, and if you really like it, you microplane it, you know, if you, have a, if you have a microplane. I don't. 
Um, oh, there's a kitchen tool. I don't know. Yeah, yeah a microplane. A microplane. That's that is fantastic. Yeah, they're, what they're, do you do with it besides? Um, I grate. Shave. I grate uh, nutmeg with it. Really? I, I grate cheeses. Um, some uh, recipes call for uh, grated garlic. I grate garlic really? with it. Grate ginger with it. So imagine it's a it's a um, uh, a grater mm-hmm. with really really tiny teeth. Really tiny teeth, but they're blades. Instead oh. of teeth, and okay. they just shaves things really? into little slivers, okay. micro slivers. In fact, yeah, yeah. I'm have to try that. yeah, that's what that cheese is. Hi, yeah. So yeah, I mean, great, great, great flavor. All right, little business, and Take we have, care. Can, we have uh, just a little bit of business. When we come back, can you uh, cook me some eggplant? Yeah, please, sir. Coolie <laughs> Region cooks. Jim Bressy's our guest. Nobody's hungry anymore. Funny thing. Must- Cooley Region Cooks. Every Thursday from 10 to 11, we get together with people who like to have fun in the kitchen. That would absolutely be the case with uh, our guest, Jim Bressy, who is food, uh, your business card say food development director or director of food development. Is that? Uh, it says food guy. Food guy? <laughs> That's what I would put on mine if my boss would have let me do that. No, it, uh, yeah, uh, director of food research and development. Research and development. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and thank you. There goes a radish. <laughs> oh, man. They're so good. Mm-hmm. They are so good. Someone's going to be so disappointed when you take home the left, when you take your lovely bride there, the rest of the salad. We had some leftover nope. salad, honey, but there's we're gonna, no radishes. <laughs> we're talking about picking up some uh, um, quick trip take-home meals tonight because tomorrow morning we're on a plane to New Orleans. Are you? Yeah, we're going to go down and eat. Uh, and I also have to go to a conference, but, (laughs) but, but, uh, yeah, we're going down to, uh, eat and, um, got a really good friend that I grew up with, um, who is the offensive coordinator for the Pelicans. Really? Yeah. So we're going, we're going to the game courtside Tuesday night, um, to see him play and stomp all over the Minnesota. Timber Bowls awesome. oh, <laughs> in cool. New Orleans. That's awesome. But Saturday night, he's put together a bar crawl, um, and he said, "Oh yeah, there'll be food too." Oh sure, <laughs> so, sure. But he knows awesome. uh, he knows how much Karen and I love oysters, and we we love to eat oysters any anywhere we go. So it'll be an oyster fest and uh, maybe a few cocktails and walking around New Orleans. Beignet, uh, yeah, yeah. In the early morning. Yeah. So we're staying. We're. I want to go to the Central Market. You said it was called yeah, Central, Central Grocery. Central Grocery. Yeah. I, I've been there before, like ten years ago. Yeah, I, I remember right where it the is. Street. Yeah. From right. the Cafe du Monde. Literally, literally, I mean, if you're sitting at almost any table outside, yeah. at Cafe just look du Monde, over. You can see it. It's right there. And get the muffalada. Get a muffalada. Yeah. yeah. Or get a half if you're even yeah. remotely not hungry. I remember the half was a lot. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. telling me. Yeah. And it is so good. And, and bring you back the jardinere. Bring, bring me back a big jar of the jardinere. Oh, okay. I will do that. Uh, I had for a little while uh, convinced one of the local groceries uh, to carry their jardinere oh, yeah? from New Orleans. Oh, yeah? And it was uh, popular uh, for a while. But yeah. I, me, only me and a few other people knew. And they, they didn't put it on the shelf in a very good place. <laughs> oh, darn. They don't carry it anymore. Oh, darn. And the stuff that they carry in, in its place isn't yeah. anywhere near as good, uh, yeah, uh, which is yeah. too bad. Because, yeah, it is. Uh, everybody There's some really good ones out there. Everybody who's ever had that Jordanaire is saying, well, I don't think this Do olive you know, salad is very good at all. Yeah, but you've never yeah. had it from New Orleans where they invented it. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Do you know what chow chow is? 
You ever heard of chow chow? I've heard of it, but if you yeah. said make some for me, I wouldn't be able to do that. Well, it's very close to jardinier, except if it's sweet instead of hot oh, and okay. oil packed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, chow chow, I think it's Pennsylvania Dutch. It sounds like it might be like, it, you know, it should be Italian or something, but I think it's Pennsylvania Dutch. Oh, that's cool. Chow chow. Uh, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Anyway, um, if we have time for one last recipe, I'm just going to give you the, the no, recipe for the um, for the salad dressing. Okay. So this is so simple. One minced uh, clove of garlic, one little um, uh, like tablespoon of minced onion, and then you put those two in a bowl. You add a, a pinch or two of salt and let that sit for a half hour. Then you add a tablespoon of chopped parsley, mix that in, let it sit for a little bit longer, add a little bit of... Um, um, uh, pepper, and then one teaspoon of your favorite vinegar, and three tablespoons of olive oil, and you've got the most that's simple it. dressing that's wow. delicious. That's what's on this salad. Yeah, it is but the, really good. Yeah, but the key is you need to let the salt pull the moisture out of the of the onion and the celery, or, uh, the garlic and the parsley. Oh, okay. And um, then it makes like a little juice. Yeah, You'll see a little water set for a while. accumulate before the yeah. before the vinegar goes in. That's odd. I thought it was an additional ingredient. It's nope. just what happens when yep. you mix all those things together. Yep. It's delicious. That's really, really tasty. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Absolutely, Mike. Everything. Great to be with you. And don't forget... Karen, you'll have a little, don't be buying anything quick and dirty because you've got some <laughs> leftovers for tonight. Oh, those are staying with you. Oh, oh yeah. Well, we can't you. have leftovers in the fridge when oh, we leave, so. Don't want to do that. <laughs> All right. We got to go planned overs. That's right. Jim Bressy, he'll be back. It's 11 o'clock on WIZM. This is CBS.